What up, what up, what up? This is your man Dre Day from Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. And I have a public service announcement for all you listeners out there. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground in 2018, I had so many questions. How do I record an episode? Where do I find background music? How do I get my show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the other places people like to listen? Also, where do I find advertisers? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and 100% easy to use. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start to join. Oh, one thing, you can record your episode from your phone or computer. So again, go to anchor.fm slash start to join. And I can't wait to hear your podcast. tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's golden boy, Dre Day. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is episode 276, 276 of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Y'all know how I do before the episode starts. I want to Thank everybody for their support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. This episode here is going to be some MLB and some NBA talk. Now, usually, I haven't really done MLB as much. And if I have, it was only a little something concerning my Yankees or whatnot. I haven't really dived in too much with the MLB, which I usually don't unless it's, you know, the start of the season or playoff time. It's 162 games. I'm not keeping up with all them damn games. But this episode here, it's been a long time coming. And it's been a long time coming because the person that is a guest, well, I'm not even going to say guest, co-host, co-host, special guest, whichever way you want to put it. It's been a while since my guy has been on Sportswear with Dre Day podcast. I believe it was episode 
49. I'm thinking off the top of my head. I think it's been that long since my guy has been on Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I think it was episode 249. So if y'all listening to it and y'all want to go back and check, when I say his name, then, you know, let me know. But yes, I believe it was episode 249 that my guy has been on here. But since the MLB playoffs is here, and a lot of my people that I know that pod don't really follow MLB like that, but my guy does, it was only right that I bring him out of the Woodworths and out of AZ and back in podcasting. So my man, AK, my favorite white boy, welcome back to Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast, my guy. My man, I appreciate the intro. What's happening, y'all? Your boy from the Grand Canyon is back. Yes, Dre M is back potting. <laughs> Dre and M is back, potted. The dynamic duel. Good to have you back on here, man. Good to have you back, man. It's been a hot minute since I've had you on here. I think, shit, what we in October? Damn, I think, shit. I think early this year was the last time you was on here. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was thinking back when you were saying what the last episode I was on, I was thinking back that had to be some months. God, but shit, I, I, what I do remember is that we did a preview for this season. Uh, and, now, and now we're about to do a preview for the playoffs, so that's pretty cool. Now the preview was on your joint. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, pre- the, pre- the, pre- the preview was on your joint, but yeah, man. But again... A lot, a, a lot of, a, a lot of the people that I've able to network with with podcasting, they don't really, they don't dive into the MLB like that. Which you know, I'm not gonna crucify them for it, but it's good that it's good to have somebody that I know that does, which would be you. So, you know, the things that I want to talk about, you know, is gonna be very interesting on this joint. Now, the first thing, you know, I gotta be biased with it. Because uh, history has been made. Uh, my guy Aaron Judge, all rise. He has broken the American League home run record. Now the all time record is seventy three, and we're gonna get into that in a few. But for the for the American League, he has broken the record set upon by the late great Roger Maris and Babe Ruth. So, how do you feel about Judge breaking the record? Because I know how I feel, but again, you're the guest, so you know how I give it up when it comes to having guests on the pod. What's your opinion about Mr. Aaron Judge breaking the American League home run record? It's only right, man. It's only right. Uh, With the way that the game is trending with all these home runs, uh, we needed a, a, a true non-PED home run king, so mm. here you have it. Here you have it. Mm. I like how you said non-PED. <laughs> I like I, I like I, I like how you put that. I I, I definitely I definitely like how you put that. Not for nothing. When it got to I wanna say probably September I was like, yeah, I think he's going to do it. 
I think he's going to do it. Then the question started to ring her up. Is he going to do it at home or is he going to do it away? Now, a lot of these records that have been made or even broke, especially this season, because even Albert Pujols, like when he broke, you know, you know, when he, um, when he did, when, when he made the 700 club, he did it on the road against the Dodgers. So for Judge to do it on the road against the Rangers of all teams, the selfishness in me, I so was hoping he would have did it at home. But Baltimore was being little bitches. Like, they was like, yo, we not letting you break this shit on us. We going to walk your ass. <laughs> they like, we not they like, we not letting you break this on us. Remember, we division rivals. We not letting you do anything on us. We going, you know, have you, we, 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 you going to you gonna have to break this shit on the road. And I was a little nervous a little bit. Because I'm like, all right, four games left. My dude, you ain't getting nothing at home. So I'm like, yo, you only got four games left. I was a little nervous, but I'm glad he was able to pull it off. But I wish he would have got a couple of more home runs because, okay, you broke it by one. Whoopty, like you could have set your own, like you could have set your own record to say the least. But again, you know, Baltimore was on the mindset of, yo, I'm not letting you break it on us. So we just going to walk your ass. And now he has 62. He has the American League record. And uh, the Maris family, they've been paying attention to this shit for, they, 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 I think, who was it? I think since, I want to say, when he got close to 60, they was at every game waiting to see for him to break it. And when he finally broke it, I believe, one of the sons of Roger Maris said that Aaron Judge is the is the home run king. So you know where I'm going with it now. Now, of course, I would expect him to say that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, would, ex I would expect him to say that Judge is the home run king because, listen, there's not too many people out there that is going to give Bonds the home run record. Because of the PEDs. They're not giving it to Sosa. They're not giving it to Maguire. So they're going to shove those three to the side. And you got people out there that are calling Aaron Judge the home run king. Now, you are a baseball fan. A diehard baseball fan. Give me your opinion. Is Aaron Judge the true home run king? Or do you still defy Barry Bonds as the single season all-time home run king. Give me your opinion. I was just having this conversation this morning with my coworker, and it's just like I said earlier, that non-PED, that, that is the key word. He is the non-PED home run king. Like, when I, whenever I talk about Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, you always have that little asterisk in the back of your head. And that's what, that's what fucks it up for me. Because, yeah, Barry Bonds, absolutely, he hit the, he hit those home runs. Absolutely, he, he, he holds the home run record. But you always hold in the back of your mind, like, yeah, but. But he had that little boost. You know what I mean? Yes. So, in my eyes, Aaron Judge is the home run king. Obviously, he does not hold the home run record, but you always have that asterisk. So, that's how I feel about it. 
But I, I know what I know what you're saying though about about always wanting to have that that fairy tale ending when it comes to either uh, breaking a record or uh, uh, hosting a championship trophy. You always want it to be at home. Facts. Always. I'll say this much. Now the Homer in me, because he has graced us with wearing the pinstripes, which I hope he will continue to do, which I'm going to get into a little bit later. I'm glad he broke the record. And would I define him as the home run king? (sighs) I mean, listen, for the American League, I will. But overall... Nah, I'm, listen. Not for, I'm. I'm still gonna say it's Bonds. I'm. I'm. I'm still gonna say him because, I mean, yes. Did they cheat? Yes, they did. Absolutely, they did. Bonds cheated because obviously he was jealous of '98 when all the attention was on Maguire and Sosa. Because I remember that. I remember that home run chase. I think I was in the seventh grade when that shit was going down, and. I was actually rooting for Maguire and a friend of mine's that I um that I was friends with in junior high school, Jeanette, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful woman. Well, girl, but she's a grown woman now. Dominican. She loved her some Sammy Sosa. So every day we would go back and forth on, oh, um, yeah, my guy's gonna win, or your guy's gonna win. So we was going back and forth on, you know, the home the, the home the home run chase at that time. 98, they saved baseball that year. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, granted, these dudes was cheating, but they saved baseball. And at the end of the day, the networks was getting money, all that shit, and they were soaking it in. And they knew these dudes was cheating. They knew they was cheating. And turned the blind eye and just let it rock. So I'm on some, okay, if y'all letting them rock, then F it. Like, it is what it is. Now, it's unfortunate that you have some players that have cheated and are in the Hall of Fame. And then you have some who haven't cheated that should be in the Hall of Fame. But that's another story. But as far as just a home run record, me personally, listen, Yes, again, yes, they cheated. But regardless of the fact, that steroid era, it saved baseball. It saved baseball. Because at that time, nobody really cared for the game. Nobody. And this is coming from somebody who team won three straight World Series. Nobody was really caring about baseball at that time. What was saving baseball was the home run chases. So, I get it. Dudes cheated. It was it's, it's it's against the rules, but that steroid ever saved baseball. So for me, I'm still gonna say that Barry Bonds is the home run king. Now the bias in me want to say Judge, but I gotta call a spade a spade. I'm gonna still say Barry Bonds, and I know a lot of people ain't gonna like that, but hey, it is what it is. Like that era saved baseball. Hook or crook, that era saved baseball. So. You can't, you can't 
keep that era out the history books, even though dudes was cheating. You just can't because too many people benefited from it, especially the networks. You can't do that. So, yeah, I'm still saying Bonds is the home run king. Yeah, I remember watching Bonds that season and uh, or just around that 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 era when uh, he was getting walked a lot. It was either he was either getting walked or he was going to hit a home run. And it was like you you knew Bonds was good before, but that year was just man, he was on some shit. Yeah, was, dude was skinny as shit. Then all of a sudden he gained all his weight. Hey, got yep. mad big. Like, come on, Stevie Wonder could see that he was juiced up. You ain't lying. Stevie Wonder could see that he was juiced up. Now, the Hall of Fame conversation—that's something else. Like we all know, dude belong in the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, like I said earlier, you got people that's in the hall that have tested positive for steroids. You know what I'm saying? So if they're in and they tested positive, then why Bonds can't get in? Now, mind you, we all, like, we we can suspect that he was juiced. And again, he didn't lie. He said, what they gave me, I put on. He never lied. Now, you had some people lying saying that they didn't and then come to find out, yeah, you did. And these dudes is in the Hall of Fame. So why he not in? Because if we want to keep it real, he was a Hall of Famer before he even started juicing. But again, that's a comment that, that, that that's 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 a conversation for another day. But I'm proud of my guy. I, I I really am. I, I I really am. And as a Yankee fan, a diehard Yankee fan, he, he basically held us down this season for the whole season. And I got to give him his props because he gambled on himself. He gambled, he gambled on himself. He didn't take, he did not take the money that they was going to offer him. And now look, the Yankees is going to have to, they're going to have to break the bank for him this off season. They was trying to give him 200-something mil. Judge done messed around. And he got... Listen. The Yankees are going to have to cough up. They're going to have to give this man a blank check and say, yo, what do you want? Because he just broke the record. He should win MVP. I mean, listen, I know your guy Otani, he's, he's, had, a, he's had a good season. Good season. Judge is the MVP. Judge is the MVP. And do not, do not let us win this World Series. We win that. Fat Joe had a saying, yesterday's price is not today's price. Let the Yankees win the World Series and Judge get that MVP. The Yankees are going to have to cough up 400 mil to keep him. Yep. Sometimes you got to gamble on yourself. Know to pay off, and he and he did, he did. Facts, he did that, and he like this was like this was the season where it was like, yo, Judge played a lot of games because in previous years, dude was injury prone. Yeah, this season he played a lot of games. Like if he didn't play, it was a day off. It wasn't even it wasn't even from an injury. It was a day off type shit, and for him to have. This type of season, historic season, when he's trying to get that new contract, and then you get the MVP, 
The only thing he missed was the triple crown. But I knew he wasn't going to get that. I knew he wasn't going to get that because when you're getting walked too many times, that doesn't help your batting average. Your batting average stays the same. It does nothing for your batting average. Now, if you get hits or strike out or whatever or pop out or whatever, if you're making contact with the ball, then it does something for your batting average. But if you're getting walked constantly, that shit ain't going to do nothing for you. So... I, I kind of figured I kind of figured he wasn't gonna get the triple crown, but it it, it was it, it it was nice for him to even be involved in the conversation for it. But yeah, man, I'm proud of my guy. I really am. I'm I'm, I'm really proud of him. And now the nervousness will begin when the season is over because we can't lose this dude. We can't. We cannot lose him. Like the Yankees are going to have to cough up. They're gonna have to cough up the money to keep him. Because I don't know if you remember when we, I think it was before the season started. I think it was on your pod or mine's when we was doing our predictions. And I said I had three teams that I thought would go after him in free agency. He's from San he's he's close to San Francisco. So I said them. I said the Red Sox would go after him. And I also said that other team in New York, which is the Mets. All three of those teams I could see going after him. The worst thing that can happen is he go to that team in Queens. That would be the worst thing that could happen. Because I'm quite sure that owner is willing to break the bank for him. Just to stick it to us. I'm quite sure he is. But we can't let that happen. We can't because... He's so beloved in the Bronx. I'm telling you, like, when you go to the, like, see me, I'm, I'm at Yankee games frequently, yo. I done been to, like, four games this year. Even prior to that, going to Yankee games and seeing how many judge jerseys, like, when you talk about players that's that's been beloved for the Yankees for years, I'm not putting him on that pedestal with Jeter, but he ain't that far away. He ain't that far away, yo. So we cannot afford to lose him because if we do, some of that fan base is probably going to go with him. I think they'll pay up. Listen, if Cashman want to save his job, he better cough up. I can't see Judge anywhere else. Yep. Listen, I can't say that I, I, I can't say that I don't see it because at the end of the day, money talks. Money talks, bullshit walks. And listen, the last time that we tried to resign somebody with, with with a crazy amount was Cano. And look what happened with that. He chose to go to Seattle and then his career with the shit. He went to Seattle, didn't win nothing. Went to the Mets, didn't do anything. Then got caught up using steroids and now his career is the shit the last i checked he was in the minors like he just threw his whole career away after leaving the yankees so sometimes sometimes money ain't everything man sometimes it's not now i'm not saying that we should give him peanuts because that's what they was trying to give him but after the year that he just had just now we got to at least give him starting 350 mil now the years is going to be the issue. 
But I think the starting rate is 350 mil. You got to start off with that. Now, as far as the years, I say about a good seven. I say about a good seven years. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of them ten year contracts. I'm not good. I I I I I, I wish they'd do away with that shit. Cause nobody. Oh, you gotta remember. Yeah. You gotta remember. Aaron Judge is thirty years old. My point exactly. You can't be given a thirty year old no ten year contract. Uh uh-uh. uh That's what I'm saying. Like them ten year deals. I wish that. I mean. I mean. If you in your thirties, I'm not giving you that. Now. If you want some Juan Soto type shit, then absolutely, maybe I'll give it to you. But you 30, I'm not giving you no 10-year contract. No. No. Now, the money, he definitely deserved that. I'm not questioning that. He gambled on himself. He played a lot of games. He might win MVP because, listen, he got robbed before. So who's to say he won't get robbed again? He got robbed before by that little midget in Houston, that cheetah, but that's neither here nor there. So now look, you know what I'm saying? So we we gonna see, man. We gonna see, but I really, I'm hoping to God he stay in New York, man. I, I, I'm 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 really I'm really hoping that he stays. And the cherry on the top would be us having our parade in the city. Real talk. Speaking of that, the playoffs have begun. Yo, real talk. I wanted to get your opinion on this. This new playoff format, do you like it or do you hate it? Because me, I love it. But but what, 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 what you think about it? I like it because I feel like this... This wild card weekend is just shaping up to be dope as fuck, and uh, but it's kind of weird having the having having the teams just chilling, waiting. You know what I mean? The 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 buys. Yeah. So that that I that's that's the thing that's throwing me off about it, but but I I like this I like this this twelve twelve team format though. I love it for the simple fact that if you really think about it, it's like the NFL format from before. Remember, you had the two top teams in the conference. They get the bye, and then the other four teams slug it out in the wild card. Now, what threw me off with this was I'm thinking, okay, Astros-Yankees got the buys, right, in the American League. So then you got three, four, five, and six slugging it out. What threw me off was I'm thinking the lowest seed remaining would play the Astros. And then the highest ranked left will play us. That's what I initially thought it was. But then when I saw the playoff format, I'm like, wait a minute. Three and six, the winner out of three and six play us. And then the winner out of four and five play the Astros. So I'm like, oh, so they're not doing it like, you know, the lowest seed plays the team with the best record. See, that's what I thought it was. But that threw me off. But other than that, nah, I, I I actually love this format because it gives more teams opportunities to make the playoffs. Because remember before, you had the three division winners and just the wild card. So you'll have like four or five teams fighting for one wild card spot. Then they changed it to where, okay, 
two wild cards now. And then whoever wins the wild card match plays one of the division winners. And now you got the three wild card winners and the format now. So I'm 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 yo, I'm actually loving it. And I like the fact that the wild cards, all three games, whoever who whoever got the home field got all three games at home. I like that. Yeah, I also like how they're doing it three days in a row. Just Friday, oh, Saturday, Sunday. Hell yeah. Absolutely. It's like you, the, don't, it, get, you don't get no breaks. Yep, no break. And it's just like a, a regular season series type of, type of shit. Facts. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yep. So, speaking of that, we have four games today. Four games today. And, whew. Upset City. Upset City for some of these matchups. The first upset. I don't think nobody saw this one coming. That was the Mets and the San Diego Padres. The Mets losing 7-1. to one. Game 1 in City Field. And they had their second ace on the mound. Matt Scherzer. And the Padres just dog walked him. What's your opinion on this? Are the Mets done? Because... They got to win tomorrow. They got to win tomorrow. Because it's three games. It's the best of three. The Padres win tomorrow. The Mets season is over. They got their ace on the mound. Do you think the Mets Mets pull it off tomorrow? Or their season is over? Well, all I've been hearing going into these playoffs is about how the Mets, you know, top of the rotation is going to shut everybody down. It's going to be dominant, this and that. Uh Uh-huh. So they put Scherzer out for game one. He looked like crap. They're going to have DeGrom out there. And I don't know how much of the Mets you've been watching the last half of the season, but. Listen, when DeGrom, I've been. My, listen, when I go to my dad's house, that's when I'm watching because he's a Mets fan. DeGrom ain't pitching the greatest right now. No, he is not. And to boot, San Diego got the jump on him. San Diego in my opinion, is going to win tomorrow night. And even if they don't, they Ooh. still have a chance on Sunday. Wow. And on Sunday, they're going to be throwing out Joe Musgrove. Wow. You're going on a limb. You're saying they're going to get swept tomorrow. Ah. I will say this. The Mets Blake did... Snell has been pitching better than DeGrom. Huh? Blake Snell has been pitching better than DeGrom. Oh, no, no, no. No doubt, no doubt. No, no, no argument here. And Juan Soto didn't even... Juan Soto didn't even do shit tonight. Imagine if his back gets hot. Mm. I will say this. The Mets did pick the wrong time to mess up. Because this whole season, they had the division under lock and key. And I told people, I told people when Atlanta was on their run, I said, yo, do not sleep on Atlanta. Do not. I'm like, listen, at the end of the day, these dudes is defending champs. Now, yeah, they started the season off slow. Well, all it takes is for that one big winning streak. And you back in it. And they and they won the division. All the Mets had to do was win out these games and they could have had a bye just like us. And they wouldn't have had to even worry about being in the wild card. Now, Mets fans, li- listen, 
Social media is quiet right now with Mets fans. They hiding. They hiding right now. They ain't got nothing to say right now. They've been talking shit all season. When they started losing, going on these losing streaks, everybody was hiding. Nobody was saying nothing. I tell you what, they better not lose them all. They better not lose them all. If they lose tomorrow, this will definitely be one of the biggest failures in that franchise's history. Because you had 100 plus wins and you couldn't even win your division. This would have been this this would be one of the biggest chokes in their history. And they ain't got that much history to begin with, but this would definitely be a uh 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 a history moment, but it'd be a history moment on a negative. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I'm not saying I'm rooting for it, but I'm not going to shed a tear for these niggas if they lose. I'm gonna be roasting Mets fans if they lose. That's what I'm. That's what I'm gonna do. Cause right now I'm holding it in. I'm not really. Doing my, I'm not really doing my shit talking yet. Because I, I, I don't hate the Mets. They're from New York. Like, I don't hate them. But at the end of the day, this is a so-called rivalry with these niggas because they're from New York. I don't really see a rivalry, but, you know, they're our cross-town rivals, you could say. So, you know, you got to have some sort of bragging rights with these niggas, but... And again, my pops is a Mets fan, so I could, you know, fuck around with him a little bit and, and bother and, and, and mess with him. But uh, another upset, the Seattle Mariners. I can't even recall the last time they even made the playoffs. I think, yo, real talk, I think the last time they made the playoffs, I think it was early 2000. I think it was either 2001 or 2002. That's a long ass time. That's a long ass time, yo. Talking about twenty years. That's that's a long ass time for you to make the play for you to not make the playoffs. Well, they definitely made up for it today, pulling the upset in Toronto, winning that four zip. Now, a lot of people were high on Toronto this season. Myself included. I was very high on them this season. I think I said they was going to the World Series, if I'm not mistaken. And now they are finding themselves one loss away from being swept. Same question. Seattle was up 1-0. Castillo went to work on the Blue Jays' bats. Is this series over or will Toronto pull it off tomorrow? What you got for me, AK? I'm also high on Toronto. I've been high on them this season. Mm -hmm. I think they'll pull it off tomorrow. Like you said, though, Luis Castillo came in and did his thing, and that's why they picked him up this year uh, to be that ace. But I think Toronto I think Toronto picks up the bats tomorrow and, and they'll win that game, but Game three, I'm not so sure, man. That's that's a good series right there. I want all these series to go game three. I want all of them to go game three. 
each and every one of them. Now, I don't think all of them will, but I would love for all three of them to go to the tiebreaker game. I so I so would hope it. I so would hope it because that's what baseball is about. It's playoff time now. It's playoff, it's, it's playoff time. It's put up or shut up now. Because this is the time where everybody's going to watch baseball now. Remember, it's 162 games. Ain't nobody really trying to sit there and watch all those games. Like, this is this is the time. Like, this is, it's fall now. It's October. Now everybody and their mother going to be trying to watch baseball now. So, I think the Mets will pull off tomorrow. I, I think the Mets will win tomorrow. And I'm with you. I agree. I think the Blue Jays will tie this series tomorrow. So, that's two series I think will be tied 1-1 tomorrow. Next, we got the Phillies and the Cardinals. Shout out to my homegirl, Brianna, from What Do Women Know About Sports? Her and Vicky D. They're huge Cardinals fans. Repping St. Louis, repping the 314. I'm quite sure they're not too happy right now because their team is one loss away from elimination. AK, what do you got for me? Do the Phillies, who won today, 6-3, to three, do they close them out tomorrow? Or do the Cardinals, with their experience, especially in the postseason, do they tie the series? Or is the series over tomorrow? I think the series is over tomorrow. I think Philly closes it out. Ah! Woo! Mmm! They had the... They had the comeback game in game one. Yes, they did. They were down 2-0, and then, you know, they put up they put up six on them. So they they got that one. And then tomorrow, I, I feel like they got the, the plus uh, starting pitcher. I like Nola. And uh, I think they'll have a little bit of momentum, so I think they're going to win tomorrow night. That was the word I was looking for, momentum. That's the word I was looking for, momentum. And for them to do it in the last inning, that could definitely mess up your psyche. Definitely. But it's something about this Cardinals team. Like, like it was something that happened, I think, their last home game. I forgot who it was. I think it was Pujols, uh, Molina. I forgot who the pitcher was. I think it was Wingwright. I think all three of them is probably retiring at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I just don't see them ending the season tomorrow. I just don't. I just don't see it. I don't. I think this series. I think this series goes three games. I think St. Louis pulls it off tomorrow. I think they do. I truly, I truly think that St. Louis wins the. Um, well, I, I don't know if they're gonna win the series, but I do think that they're gonna pull this off and tie the series. Now, I did have them winning the series, though. I did. I had them. I, 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 I had them winning the series, but we gonna see now because they're down one. They're down oh one, but I definitely got them winning game two. And then after that, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I just don't see these dudes 
with that experience and with that pedigree and with that grit, I do not see them losing two straight games at home. I just don't. I could be wrong, but I just don't see it. I, 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 I just don't see it. Next, we got the Cleveland Guardians. I was getting ready to say Cleveland Indians. The Cleveland Guardians against the Tampa Bay Rays. Low scoring game, two to one. Wasn't that much action in this series, in, in, in this game. Uh-huh. Me personally, I know Cleveland is the home team and with the best record out of the two. But for me, this was an upset. I feel like Tampa is the better team. They're more battle-tested. It just so happens that they're not the home team because of their record. But being that they're down 0-1, do you think it's over tomorrow? Or do you think Tampa ties the series? I think that Tampa will lose only because they're not fully healthy. Mm. Um, Glass now is he, – he really only pitched a couple games and it, he really only got like three innings in. I want to say like three or four maybe uh, in those last couple starts of the season. So I, don't, I, I really don't feel like he's fully back. I know that the talk is about how this Cleveland team, team is – Young, up and coming and everything, but I knew Shane Bieber was going to pitch lights out. So I already expected that one. But with this game tomorrow night, I think it's going to – I really don't know what to expect with this game tomorrow night, but I'm giving it to Cleveland just because of the fact I don't think that Tampa pitcher is fully healthy. Well, for Tampa being our division rivals, I really – would not mind them losing anyway because whoever wins this series has to play us anyway. So that's just one that's just one less headache I got to worry about with playing Tampa because when we play them it's nip and tuck. It can go either way. Cleveland we own, we've owned them in the playoffs. So if anything, I'm kind of hoping we do play Cleveland because that right there is our easy pathway to the ALCS. So Go ahead, Cleveland. End this series with Tampa so that y'all can come to the Bronx and get your ass beat by us, and then, you know, we can get ready to play the Astros in the ALCS. There you have it. But since I got you, we already gone over the games and whatnot. What is your prediction for the postseason? What's your, po- what, what, what's your prediction? Give me your... Give me your league championship matches and then your World Series. What you got for me, AK? For the uh, for the championship series, I got Yankees and Houston. Okay. And then on the NL side, I got Atlanta and the Dodgers rematch. Ooh. Oh, Freeman. Imagine that shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Imagine that shit. He played his old team in the championship series for an opportunity to go to the World Series. 
That'd be some shit. Trust me. Atlanta will... Listen. Trust me. Atlanta will be fired up for that shit. Because they picked the right time to step up. They picked the right time to start getting in the zone. And I don't think... I, I think that'll make them feel even more better. Getting all the way to the championship series and to play their former their, their former player in a Dodger uniform... I'm quite sure they. I'm quite sure that that they will enjoy that shit. Yeah, earlier in the episode, you you were mentioning Atlanta's struggles earlier in the season. Yeah. At, at one point in the year, they literally had a three percent chance to make the playoffs. I have them going to the World Series. Ooh. So you got them beating the Dodgers. I got them beating the Dodgers, and if you remember, because. I mean, you and I have been talking baseball for, for for years now, literally. If you remember, we have wanted this Yankees versus Dodgers World Series. Listen, I've been wanting this shit. Since, listen, I've been wanting this shit since 2009 when Joe Torre was coaching the Dodgers. Well, when he was managing the Dodgers. The year that we played the Phillies, the Dodgers played the Phillies in that championship series. I was so hoping that we got the Dodgers. Well, unfortunately, we didn't. So, ever since then, we talking what? 12 years? So, for 12 years, I've been fighting and pleading for a Yankee-Dodger World Series. I don't know if we're going to get it this year. I'm actually... I I don't believe we are, but the thing is, the media always wants to hype it up like we're going to get it. I don't think we're going to get it. You know what that will do for the ratings, though, man? And, like, when I look at the Dodgers uh, roster, I always feel like there's no reason why they shouldn't be holding up the World Series trophy. But then I I get to thinking about it, and is their roster really put together for the playoffs? Because for 162 games, like you were saying, that's a long season. Long season. That depth absolutely helps them. You know, obviously they got run differential off the charts. They got, you know, winning percentage off the charts. Like, compared to other baseball teams, the Dodgers smoke them on paper. But when it comes to the playoffs, I like Atlanta's chances against the Dodgers. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Okay. So you have Atlanta in the National League. Yes. So who do you have in the American League? Is there have, is, is is there have, is there a rematch? I have Houston beating New York. Okay. Okay. I can't even be mad at you for that. I can't because it pains me to say it, but I, I feel the same way. It's the pitching for me, bro. Bingo. Bingo. It's the, it's the pitching. That's it. Because playoff time, that's where that the, I, I don't like our rotation. I honestly don't. I mean, if you're going to tell me that Garrett Cole is going to be Houston Garrett Cole, then it's open season. If you're going to tell me that Salvarino is going to be 2017 Salvarino, it's open season. If you're going to tell me that Cortez 
is going to snap out of this inconsistency and get back to what he was doing in the beginning of the year, it's open season. But I just don't trust our rotation. I honestly don't. I honestly don't trust it. And let's be real. These last few years, when it comes to the playoffs, when we have played them, I'm not even going to say their name because I hate them. They've owned us. Hook or crook, cheating or not, they've owned us. And guess how they've beat us? By having home field advantage. The two times that they've the two times we've played them, they've had home field. And guess what? We played them again this year. Guess what? They're gonna have home field again. I just don't see us beating them. Now I'm gonna ride with them to the ship sink, no doubt. But if we play Houston in the ALCS, we're not beating them. And it pains me to say it, but we're not beating them. We're not beating them. Nope. I just don't see it. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I just don't see it. They can't convince me. I'm going to rep them, no doubt. I'm going to have my pinstripe jersey on watching the games. If I'm off that day, I'll be right here repping it. But deep down, nah, we not beating them. I I I I just don't see it because it's 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 the, it's the pitching for me. They have the best rotation. Garrett Cole, I mean, he got to get. He, listen, he got to make up for last year. I'm sorry, he got to make up for last year. That performance against Boston in the wild card, he got to make up for that. He got to. I'm sorry. We, we, we've gave him too much money for him to be lackluster right now. Like, if I had to put a grade on his performance this season, I'm giving him a C. With the money that we gave you, you're supposed to be our ace, dog. Like, come on. Yeah. It's unacceptable. We gave you too much money. Too much. Nah. Something got to give. Something got to give. I'm tired of losing to these Astros. I'm tired of losing to them. I want I my damn championship. For, I, would, I would love for the Yankees to knock off Houston. I would actually love for Toronto to knock off Houston. But I, I just don't see it happening. I want somebody to knock them off. Because if somebody knocked them off, then we going. If, well, again, it's going to be, again, it's, listen, it's either Toronto or Seattle. It's either because that's who's playing Houston in the divisional round, in the division series. Whoever wins that series is playing Houston. And I'm rooting for them. Because whoever wins that series, they're going to lose to us. Because Houston is the only team. Houston is the only team I'm concerned with. And Toronto a little bit. Because they know us so well. Seattle, I mean, they made the playoffs, but these dudes don't got the experience. But at the end of the day, especially with baseball, especially with baseball, it's not how you start the season, it's how you finish. And if you if you can end the season on a winning streak and it takes you into the playoffs, that fire don't go away. That fire is still hot. That fire is still hot. And Seattle going into the playoffs, they went in strong. They went in strong. So Whoever wins that series with Seattle and Toronto, I'm rooting for them against Houston because I want Houston out of here. That's the only shot we got of getting to the World Series, them not being there. 
So yeah, I'm with you. I say Houston makes the World Series, and as far as the National League, I mean, now the Dodgers, man. I mean. They've been favorites all year. I don't see why they can't go. I can't see why they... Listen, you had 100 and what wins? They had 111 wins. Your ass better get to the World Series. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Listen, we had 114 and 98. And we went. And I'm kind of glad they didn't break our record. Now 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 that I mentioned that, I'm glad they didn't break our record. Because for a minute, I thought they was. For a minute, I thought they was going to break out. I honestly thought they was going to get over 114 wins. So I'm kind of glad they didn't because now that still keeps us with the best record in history. So I'm with it. But listen, you got 111 wins. You better win. You better win. You best to win. But I'm liking these playoffs so far. So I'm just hoping it continues. I'm hoping these teams continue to stay healthy. These gonna be some nail biter games, man. I tell you, I'm telling you, like the playoffs is a different animal. It's a different animal, and I don't know, like I don't know if you notice it, like like when it's playoff time, it's like the games be longer. Yep, that's strategy going into it. It's like the games be longer. Like, I know the games be like three hours or supposed to be three hours. But, yo, like some of these games, them shits be close to four hours. It be feeling like four hours. Actually, that the, the Cleveland-Tampa game, I think that was the shortest uh, postseason game. Psst, wasn't no action. It was like two hours and seven minutes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. Light, lights out pitching. Yeah, man. But uh, enough of baseball. Let's get to some NBA. Preseason is in effect right now. The most talked about thing right now is not Yudoka. I already spoke about that. I'm not going to get into that no more. But the highlight right now is the Draymond Green Jordan Poole altercation. Now, yesterday, I just heard about the shit. This morning, a video, TMZ put out a video of the shit. You seen it? Yes, sir. Oh, my God. Yo. When Jordan Poole pushed Draymond... And then Draymond just lunged and rocked him. I would, my jaw dropped. Cause all I kept saying to myself was, it's a good thing that war was there. It's a good thing that war was there. Cause if that war wasn't there, homeboy would have hit his head on that floor. Mm-hmm. That'd have been some UFC shit. I was like, it's a good thing that war is there. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Honestly, man. 
But Draymond is smart. He know who to do that shit with and who not to do that shit with. You know what I'm saying? Like, he not pulling this shit on no Jimmy Butler. He not pulling this shit on LeBron. I mean, yeah, okay, he might have had the melee with LeBron back in the day where he, I don't know if he tried to kick him in his nuts or tried to punch him in his nuts, but you ain't you ain't throwing no punch at LeBron. You know what I'm saying? You're not doing that to Kawhi. Not to say that Kawhi's a tough guy, but I don't see you trying to do that shit with him. He know who to do that shit with and who not to do that shit with. Me seeing it, I get that Poole pushed him. But if anything, Poole should have been ready for this. Because if you go back and watch the video, Draymond started walking towards him. Once you got, listen, once you get in my space, it's go time. Once you get up in my space, it's go time. I'm not shoving you. I'm throwing a punch before you throw one because I don't know what I don't know what your intentions is. Once you get up in my grill, oh yeah, I got to throw a punch before you throw one. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know if Jordan Poole ever had a fight in his life, but you know. I hope he learned his lesson from this shit. Well, for one, I don't think Jordan Poole has been in too many altercations nah. like that. For two, I think that what you said about Draymond knows who to who to do this to. Yes. I think that I, I I think that's the main problem here, though. I think that's the main problem is that there there was nobody on that court that was gonna tell Dre, "You're fucking up. You can't do this." There was nobody. As soon as you saw Draymond take a couple steps towards Jordan in a violent manner, like there should have been. Some alpha there to say like nah. Homie. It was only a trainer, a old trainer. Like when Draymond, like go back and watch the video. When Draymond started to walk towards Pool, a short yeah, but... trainer was walking beside Draymond because he knew action was coming. He was the only person that had the common sense to say, okay, let me walk over there and see if this escalates. I didn't see Steph intervene. I didn't see Clay intervene. I didn't see nobody on that squad intervene at all. This is a bad look for the Warriors. This is a real bad look for them, for a team that's supposed to be defending their titles this season. This is not a good way to start this season because every day this shit going to be talked about. Every day. And then you got to ask yourself, like, if you join Poole, how can I even play with this dude on my team? Because now I got to look at you every day after what you did to me. If I'm joining Poole, we got to square up every day. Every day we got to square up. I need some get back. Now, some people saying it was a sucker punch. I can't really call it a sucker punch because Poole did push him. Poole did push him. So I can't really call it a sucker punch. But again, at the end of the day, Draymond knew who he could do that shit to. He we know have no, we have no context. That's the that's the other thing. Yo, man, man I wish it was some audio. We have no context because we don't know. I, I understand that they said Jordan Poole didn't have no bad body language, yada yada. We don't know what happened at that particular practice on that particular day. What was said, you know, two minutes before this. 
these little words were said, who knows, man? Ah, I wish it was some audio. Because I would so love to know what the hell was said that sparked this. Because it was, on, listen, it was, a, listen, I wouldn't even call it an altercation. That shit was a scuffle. Now, unfortunately, somebody got knocked the hell out, but, you know. You got to put your hands up, man. For, that's, that's, I, I'm, listen, as soon as Draymond started to walk towards him, as soon as he, as soon as he was in your grill, you should have, you should have started throwing bows, blows. Because I have no idea what your intentions is. Now you're in my face. So since you're in my face, I'm going to get you out of my face. But I'm not going to push you. I'm going to be punching you to get you out my way. But, yeah, I, I, I don't think he's had many fights in his life to know that. But I bet I, I bet you'll learn now. He's going he, 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 he gonna to have to go back to the footage to find out what he did wrong. So the next time this happens... Whether it's with Draymond or somebody else, he'll be better prepared. But that's some light skin shit, so you know, you know it is what it is. That's some light skin shit. Because if Draymond wanted to do that to somebody that's dark skin, oh no, nah, they'd have been ready. They got some problems in that organization, right? Nah, now. nah. Now you got now. Nah, listen, when KD was there. He had an issue with Draymond. Now, I get Draymond is the emotional leader for the Warriors, and I know he's trying to get this big extension. He might have killed his chances with this shit. Because me personally, from what I've heard, they only talking about a fine. No suspension, just a fine. Me personally... You got to suspend him. You've got to. This is like this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. This is conduct det detrimental to the team. I get you the heart and soul of the squad, but a message has to be sent. Besides, it's only preseason. I suspend his ass for the preseason. Now, would you be able to, if somebody at your job that holds the same position at, as you, okay? rocked you like that one day on the job site, would you be able to work with that person? You're going to have to let me shoot the fair one with you. We're going to have to go somewhere and shoot the fair one. That's not like that. That's that. that that's just me. You're going to have to let me like you. you, you we, we're going to have to go somewhere and we're going to have to slug it up again. Yeah. We just going to have to. That's just that, that that that's just how I'm built. Like, if you if you do that to me while we at work, I mean, your dumb ass is gonna, if anything, you're gonna lose your job. I'm not gonna lose mine. You're gonna lose yours. But we're gonna have to get some get back though. We definitely like we definitely gonna have to get some get back. We're gonna have to go to an undisclosed location and we're gonna have to tussle that out. Cause I'm gonna need some get back. For sure, I'm gonna need some get back. Yeah, I hear you. I'm just imagining if there's no trade, that's a that's a tough relationship. I'm eager to see what Steph and Clay got to say. Because at the end of the day, I get Draymond is the emotional leader. But Steph and Clay, 
Obviously, they're the popular ones. They're the Splash Brothers. They're the best backcourt in NBA history. I want to I, I, I want to see what they got to say about this. I haven't heard anything from them yet, but something has to happen with Draymond. He, he, he can't get away with this. It's You just can't. You can't. What does that say for all the other teams in the league? That you could just do some shit like this and no consequences come behind it? Even if you are the heart and soul of the team. No. This is conduct detrimental to the team. You have to suffer some consequences. Whether it's a fine or a suspension. You can't you can't get a slap on the wrist for this. Hell no. I'm willing to bet it's just gonna be a fine from the Warriors. I think yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so too. And what's so crazy is I was on a train coming home. And somebody was like the how Jordan punched the teammate in practice. And they said, oh, he was being competitive. and Yada, yada, yada. He was boosting his team up, make his team tougher. But then Draymond does it, and he's, a, and he's cast as a villain. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. This was, if you, if you watch this video, he, he was trying to hurt that man. If you watch this punch that Draymond threw, he was trying to hurt that man. He was trying to lay that fool out. Well, if that war wasn't there, he definitely would have succeeded. I know he ain't. I know he's not severely injured, but nah, nah, nah. They, they, he definitely got his shit rocked. They did say. They did say that he continued to practice. So I'm gonna give him that. I'm going. I, I'm. I'm definitely gonna give him his props for that. That he was able to go back to practice after getting the shit rocked out of him. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give him his props for that. Two thumbs up, Jordan Poole. I respect that for sure. Definitely, I definitely respect that. But uh, I don't know if there's anything left. I don't know if there's anything else you wanna. Diving on. Is, is there anything else you want to speak on before we bounce up out of here? No, oh, man. Just uh, I'm excited for the NBA season. These playoffs, NFL season just getting ramped up. So got a lot of good shit coming up. All right. Yeah, we I mean, if you listen, if you got the time next week, we could get a little prediction shit going on with the NBA. You know what I mean? Like if you if you're available, we could definitely do our prediction shit, MVP, and who we think going to the finals and shit like that. We ain't got to do it now, but yeah, de- definitely. We'll definitely, we'll definitely find find a day. Well, I should say we'll definitely find a night and chop it up. Oh yeah, it's definitely gonna be a night. It ain't gonna be a day. It's definitely gonna be a night. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, def- it's definitely gonna be a de- it's definitely gonna be a night. It definitely gonna be a day, but uh. Yeah, man, that's it, man. It's a wrap for this episode, but I will do this though. And this is a new, this is something new that I've instituted on my pod. Before the, before the end of the episode, I give a shout out. Now, the way I do it is I shout out an athlete, like whether they've just accomplished something. I give somebody their flowers, basically. Okay. Before I end the episode. Now, yep. 
last episode, which was 270, which was 275. If you didn't hear it, I gave my shout out to DK Metcalf. And the reason why I gave him a shout out was because my man had the knowledge to know he wasn't going to make it to the bathroom and he needed to get carted to the bathroom. Because I know that feeling. I know that feeling. So he gets my absolute respect for having the brains to say, you know what? Let me get this cart because I'm not going to make it to the bathroom. So you can shout out anybody, anybody. It could be anybody. Just give a shout out. Give somebody their flowers. And then I'll give my shout out. And then we can bounce up out of here. I, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Debo Samuel because oh. he was my he was my only player left on my fantasy team on Monday night to score me points to win me my game and he won me my game so gotta give him his flowers. Okay, okay, okay. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I am going to give a shout out to the Seattle Mariners. I'm going to give them a shout out because after 20 years or close to 20 years of not seeing the playoffs, for them to win their first playoff game in all of these years and in the manner that they did it, they pulled the upset against a team that people suspected is going to the World Series. Now, I get it's three games, a best of three, but for them to steal home court, well, home field, they get my respect. So, shout out to the Seattle Mariners. I definitely want to give them their props for that because that's that's thumbs up. I respect it, for sure. I respect it. So, there y'all have it. It's a wrap for this episode. AK, my man, thank you. Thank you for joining me on this joint. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you having me on as always. When you hit me up, I was like, oh yeah, we going in. Yeah, man, for sure. Before we go, you already know, let everybody know where they can find you at. Give them your, give, give, give them your podcast name and where they can find you. Yep. This is your favorite white boy, AK, Aaron Kendrick on Kendrick Sports Talk. Grand Canyon's number one sports podcast. Yeah. You can find me anywhere you stream your podcast. And uh, you can hit me up on my YouTube channel, Kendrick Sports Talk, as well. And uh, IG, Facebook, Twitter, all that Kendrick Sports Talk. Yeah. There it is, man. I'm on the same platform as my boy, except title. And uh, y'all can find me on Facebook, Dre Day. Instagram, Dreaded1985. The link is in the bio. Sportsway with Dreaded Podcast. The link is in the bio. Or Twitter, Dreaded1985. Thank y'all for y'all support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. In closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sportsway with Dreaded Podcast. Episode 276 is over. Y'all stay safe. Be safe. God bless. Peace and love. Your boys is out of here. Peace. Kendrick out. Peace. What up, what up, what up? It's your man, Dre Day, and I have a PSA announcement for y'all. Did y'all know that only 38% of African Americans 
were able to identify financial terms on the PFN index, an annual financial survey. Why is that? Because we're never given the tools to succeed in the financial sector. Will with American Classic Agency has been designing financial maps for his clients to succeed for over a decade for clients on both coasts. With Will, you will be able to create a game plan to get out of debt and create the wealth that you and your family deserve. If you're interested, please contact Will at willspady at gmail.com. That's W-I-L-L-S-P-A-D-Y at gmail.com or call him at 443 810 Eight four.